Well, it's been too long since I've spoken to my good friend, Dr. Philip Norrie, um, about health issues. And I thought, let's get him back on for the new year. We're, we're, I'm cutting it late, I know, but he's on the phone right now. G'day, Doc. Hi. It's the first time I've had you on the air this year, so happy new year. Yeah, same to you. Good on you, mate. Dr. <coughs> Dr. Philip Norrie, can you explain something to me? I read on the weekend that whooping cough is back and cases have doubled in Queensland, for example. Uh, Queensland children, pregnant women, overdue for vaccinations. Uh, falling vaccination rates are so dire, the chief health officer, whose name is John Gerard, has raised a major alarm. The vaccination rates in children in Queensland are the worst in the country, but nationally they're pretty bad. But for some reason, Queensland's even worse. Can you get your head around this? Well, as my maths master used to say, the stupidest of all the stupids is that stupid who doesn't know they're stupid. Um, <laughs> so these people are just idiots because that's complacency, right? And they're thinking that they haven't seen whooping cough and they haven't seen measles and they haven't seen all these diseases. TB, polio, polio. And polio, yes. I mean, these people haven't seen polio. Um, so we've got a whole generation who have grown up not knowing what these diseases can be like and they've become complacent and they don't vaccinate themselves or keep up to date. They don't vaccinate their kids um, and then they scream, you know, mm. blue murder when their kids get meningitis or um, measles or mumps or whatever. And it's it's... I mean, basically, Edward Jenner back in the 1700s showed us that vaccination is a wonderful way of preventing disease. But as I said, stupidity and complacency um, mean that people don't get their kids vaccinated because they think the disease doesn't exist. There's a growing number of Australians I read online, and this is, this is international, actually, Dr. Norrie. There's a growing number of people, I think, who are after COVID saying that the COVID vaccination was a pharmaceutical company conspiracy theory, that it didn't work. And in fact, it made a lot of people sicker than actually COVID. And do you think people, I was going to say gun shy, but do you think they're now syringe shy? Well, yeah, but you've got to realise if we didn't have the, I mean, they should be kissing the ass of all the doctors who developed <laughs> these vaccines because this COVID has brought um, the, vac the ability to make vaccines forward decades because we can now make a vaccine straight away. We have antivirals that they produced straight away. And we also had the rat test. We've never had the rat mm -hmm. test before using the PCR process to recognise the DNA of viruses. And now we can do rat tests, Instantly. not only yeah. COVID, but to respiratory syncytia virus and all sorts of things. So this epidemic has um, made vaccination a lot better and quicker, made antivirals better and quicker and introduced the rat test. So we've got three wonderful advantages and people don't want to know about it. If they didn't have the vaccines, the death rates would have been through the roof. Doctor, um, Dr. Philip Norrie, are you saying people who don't vaccinate against whooping cough are stupid? Yes. We'll move on. Shingles. I've never heard so many ads and seen so many billboards advertising for people to get help with shingles. It seems to have come back in almost pandemic proportions. And I wonder why. Uh, 
the, the survey was done by GlaxoSmithKline, and um, shingles is pretty serious. Tell me this. Shingles comes from the chicken pox virus. The people getting shingles now, they're saying that there is a vaccination, but you've got to be, I think, over 65 for it to be free. You'd know better than me. Um, so these are baby boomers that had chicken pox when they were younger, and it's now coming back to haunt them. What do you put this down to? Well, this could be post-COVID. Um, their immune systems run down. So you get you get chicken pox varicella, and then it goes into the spinal cord, mutates, and becomes herpes zoster. So um, you, you're going to get, once once we're all dead, um, you're going to get the new generation coming through that have all had their chicken pox vaccines and never had chicken pox and therefore won't, probably won't get shingles because they never had chicken pox um, because they had the chicken pox vaccine um, if, the hippie, if the hippie parents gave it to them. Um, so we're just dealing with the reality of now, which is the baby boomer generation that didn't have the benefit of a chicken pox vaccine. All, we all had chicken pox. You know, and um, basically after COVID, we're all sort of run down and tired. And yeah. Therefore, when we're run down and tired, our immune system um, is at a low ebb and bingo yeah. out it comes. So um, over 65, you get a vaccination for free. It's on the PBS over 65. Uh, as you know, I'm Indigenous. I don't know if I had chicken pox and both my parents have deceased. So I can't. I know I had mumps, but I don't know if I had chicken pox. Should I get the vaccine anyway? Yes. I mean, you should get the vaccine anyway. But the trouble is the government has said, yeah, everyone over 65 can have it. They can't supply demand. Uh, it's just another example of their stupidity and incompetence. Um, so they've said everyone over 65, come and get your Shingrix shingles vaccine. Um, but they can't supply demand. I mean, where I'm at at our medical at DY, we've got over 40,000 patients. Yeah, half of them are sort of elderly. And we got in when they announced it in um, November, we got 10. I mean, what are we supposed to do with 10 vaccines? So we just give them to the people who've got cancer and more prone to developing Because uh, I was going to say... Next month, we got 20. And uh, this year, um, in January, we got 30. I mean, not 300 or 3,000, 30. 30. Uh, wow. It is ridiculous. I was going to say, did you want me to drop in on my way to work Sunday and get my shingles in vaccination? But you won't have it. Uh, I mean, one, one woman said, why can't I get my shingles? I said, well, we're just giving it to people with cancer. So I said, if you develop cancer of the breast, uterus or cervix or ovary, um, we'll give you one. You know? And she just looked at me. Yeah. Um, so it's ridiculous. You know? yeah. I mean, they can't supply demand. So why do they launch it? Exactly. I don't know. Dr. Philip Norrie is with us, the no BS doctor, we call him, the wine doctor as well. But he's the no BS doctor. Um, at least if you did have it, and at least if I was covered, I could go and see you and be bulk billed. This is the next big topic. 100 bulk billing clinics have closed, and they're closing all over Australia. Nationally, 10 electorates, doctor, 10 electorates have no bulk billing GP clinics at all, up from four at the start of 2023. You at DY, you bulk bill, but you are a dwindling, dwindling number. Um, what concerns me, Dr. Phil, is that if people can't afford to go to the doctor, then they won't go and get tested for things that could be caught really quickly and acted upon. 
Yeah, well, that's obvious. Yeah, I mean, basically, because of COVID, we've had children whose vaccinations have been put back. And um, because of COVID, people didn't go and get their lumps and bumps and things checked to make sure they weren't cancer. Mm. So we've got a lot of um, worse cancer cases and we've got a lot of unvaccinated kids. Um, it's just basic preventative medicine. The best way to treat a disease is not get it in the first place, which is what preventative medicine is all about, which includes vaccination. Um, so, yeah, it's it, it, not only have you not got so many clinics bulk billing, the College of General Practice did a survey, and uh, just recently that survey showed that 30%, you know, a third of GPs, plan to retire in the next five years. Now, you can't oh, wow. fill that void, okay? That's that's an incredible void if you're going to lose a third of your GPs over the next five years. Where are you going to get them I don't from? know. Well, what's the answer? Yeah, I mean, do you, do you make the pass level to get into university lower? If you do that, you're going to get a lot of dunce doctors, aren't you? Yes. So, so what's the other motivation? Money? Is money a motivation? Here's a question. Has the Met or have the Medicare rebates kept up over the years? No, no way. No way. I mean, if you look at the Medicare rebate versus the CPI, one's go the CPI goes north and the um, Medicare rebate sort of flattens and goes south. That's so what's the answer? So what's the answer? What's the answer? Uh, pay doctors more? Yes, put an incentive in. Well, uh, would you say anyone that uh, studies medicine at university – if when they graduate, no hex fee, I don't know. Well, that's one thing. The other thing I would say is that they have to do a couple of years out in the bush yep. so that you rotate through the bush so that you've got doc, rural doctors, mm, okay? Mm. Because that used to happen with teachers. You know, if you got a teacher's scholarship, you had to do five years in a school out, out west in mm. the bush then you're allowed to come back to the big smoke. They should do the same with medicine. The trouble is most, they all, the, the College of General Practice also in, um, did a survey of registrars in hospitals and said, why are you studying surgery or, or being a physician or whatever and not doing general practice? And the consensus was because it was too hard because you've got to know a lot about everything. Everything, yeah. Everything about a small amount. So we haven't got... The G, enough GPs in training coming through and the old farts like me at the top end, they're all going to retire and so you're going to have this huge shortage of GPs. The other thing is the um, yeah, there's 16 doctors at our medical at DY where I work and I'm the only one that does house calls and visits. I was nursing. about to ask, how many doctors do home visits now? Bugger all. I know, I know you did because you used to visit my mum, uh, and, we, we, and she. I was. I'm eternally thankful for that because for some reason she liked you. She took a shine to you. Yeah, I looked after your mother. Yeah, in the nursing home. Yeah. So basically, I'm a dinosaur. My generation are all going to die off and leave, and the younger generation couldn't give a damn. They're not going to go visit people in nursing homes or at their home, right? And that's a big problem. It is a big problem. Dr. Philip Norrie, the wine doctor, the no BS doctor, always good to talk to you. There's so much more that I need to talk to you about, but look, we're out of time. Let's talk again soon, eh? Yeah, I mean, you've got you to remember, he who has health has hope, he has hope has everything, an old Arab proverb. 
Now, if you don't have health, life's not worth living, right? You've got to have your health. And health is so important. And it's it's the old 80-20 rule, you know, with shop owners, 80% of their business is from their top 20 percent of customers. In medicine, it's the reverse. 80% of the shit happens in the last 20% of your life. So you've got to <laughs> prevent all it's this. And um, if, you, if you don't have your health, life's miserable. Dr. Philip Norrie, always a treat. Thank you so much. Okay, right here.